Welcome. You've joined the Hedonism Show with Carol and David, broadcasting live from the world's most iconic adult playground Hedonism 2 on Negril Beach in Jamaica. Our show is here to help you achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Hedonism Show. Now, here are your hosts, Carol and David. Hi, everyone. We're Carol and David. Welcome to the Hedonism Show, broadcasting on location right here at Hedo 2 on the Grill Beach in Jamaica on the last Friday of every month. Hedo 2 is the world's most iconic adult playground, an all-inclusive paradise where you can turn your fantasies into reality. Yes, you can, and we sure have turned a lot of our fantasies into rea- realities here at Hedo 2. It's the sexiest place on earth where you can get wicked for a week or be as mild or as wild as you like. The Hedonism Show is all about the pursuit of pleasure. And as usual, we'll be talking about sex, sexuality, relationships, and all the ways to spice up your sex life to live happy, healthy, and always horny. Uh, today we have a really special show for you. We recorded it when we were at Hedo in December, and we had a great chat with Winston, the entertainment manager, and Anthony, who's the executive chef, and we discussed how they're... T- and we discussed how all together with their teams, they pushed their limits to make the guest experience a whole lot more exciting, edgy, and scrumptious every day, not to mention sexy. So have you ever wondered why people keep coming back again and again and again to Hito 2 for the past 40 years? Well, this iconic adult playground has lots of stories to tell and to get an updated behind the scenes look at how the resort stays sexy and spicy, you have to ask the iconic staff members themselves. Stay tuned for this amazing interview right after this. All right, let's just take a moment to talk about our top waterproof blanket because nobody wants to sleep in the wet spot and squirt is hot until it's not. If you're fed up with sleeping in the wet spot or having to change your sheets every time you have sex, then you need one of our top waterproof blankets. It's 100% waterproof and leak-proof and guarantees to keep your bed and mattress dry no matter how wet it gets. From messy massage oils to silicone lubes or any other sexy wetness, just throw it in the washer and dryer and it comes out looking like brand new. Search Amazon for top waterproof blanket and order yours today. Great sex starts now. All right, we're back. This is the Hedo Show. We are Carol and David. We're broadcasting live on location here at Hedonism Resorts on the Grill Beach in Jamaica. It is another spectacular day, and we have a special guest for you, super special guest. Well, we have Winston, who is the entertainment manager here at Hedo, and he is an icon in this most iconic adult playground in the world, and there's not a, a hedonism without Winston. So welcome, Winston, for joining us. Thank you for joining us today. Why, thank you so much, Carol and David. Uh, that introduction is absolutely fabulous. I'm not sure if you're talking <laughs> it, it, about me. It but. doesn't do you justice, Winston. Like You are a piece of the fabric of this resort. Okay, well, I'll take that. (laughs) Since you forced me, I'll take it. And of course, I know you've been here a long time, and you're going to tell us all about how long you've been here, but I want to hear about how you got here in the very first place. How long ago was that, and how did that happen? Why, many years ago, while I was living in Kingston, uh, and I was in church, so I was a part of the choir because I sing a lot all the time, as you know. 
But I was always sleeping during church, and so I got kicked out of the choir. <laughs> and, you know, I just, you know, got out of school, and I needed something else to do. And a friend of mine said, why not try hedonism? I said to him at the time, hell no, hedonism, it has a lot of naked people. I'm innocent. I'm, you know, I'm a virgin. I couldn't do that. So that was 17 years ago. I came. I did an audition after all the talking to and I got into the business. I said I was going to do it for a year. And I guess the year is still going. Oh, wow. I'm trying to figure out how much I love it. So. Now I'm curious, your friend who, is, who suggested hedonism, is that a friend who's been here before? Someone who knew the resort? Yes. He comes all the time. I got yeah. it. I mean, he visits all the time. <laughs> Forgive me. <laughs> I'm sure he comes all the time, too. <laughs> so, yes, and he continues to visit. So. Oh, that mm-hmm. is wonderful. Absolutely. Now, when you started here, you were one of the entertainment people. How many of the staff in entertainment was there at that time? We had uh, about, let me see, we had 12 staff, 12 entertainment people, uh, day and nighttime people as well. And you mostly were singing? I was, no, not just oh. singing. I, I love to entertain. I was singing, dancing, uh, doing a bit of choreography, uh, emceeing, and so forth. And where know. did you learn all the pieces, all the routines that you put on? And we're going to talk about the changes that have happened since uh, Harry has taken over a few years ago. But, you know, the, the entertainment has always been one of the pinnacles of Hito here at night, coming, sitting, watching the show. But... Where did you learn how to choreograph? Well, uh, for choreography, I I, I started in Kingston, and then I went on to Ohio and London because I studied musical theater. Oh, So I've done a few musicals and so forth. I was even uh, Judas, John the Baptist, and Godspell back in London at Her Majesty's Theater. Wow. And so I'm always traveling back and forth, and so... And I pick up stuff, and with the training and the fabulous vibes here at Hedonism too, it's almost natural. And you you also have a creative team, and we'll talk about them a little bit later, but do they have input into some of the routines that you guys put together? Certainly. I don't like to work too hard. (laughs) 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 We have, you know, 16 entertainers, and they're all creative. They're all different. You know, you have to be a little different to work at Hedonism. And what we do, we have everyone, you know, okay, give us a little take on what would work for them. And we try to mix and fuse everything together. And that makes it so much easier. So is the rest of the team also trained in theater or, in, or dance? I'd say 40% are wow. when they come in. Uh, the rest, you know, they just pick up as they go along. Here. I want to know about the booty shake. Do they have to <laughs> audition and have a particular way because you know there's no way i can do that but the way the girls dance it's just incredible well there's an advantage when you're a jamaican (laughs) (laughs) you're saying it's genetic yes i would say it's almost taught in school (laughs) you know uh it's just something that they have i believe and others just catch on also the girls have the booty shake and the guys have the big muscles and it's they have the big muscles and other things that we are We'll leave for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, we see them in the gym in the morning, and they work very hard to keep those muscles. Right. Well, the girls, too. It's not just yes, the guys. Yes. The girls are very, very, um, 
I, not just to say fit, muscular, but don't. fit and beautiful. Yeah. And their bodies are amazing. Yeah. And we're going to talk about the kink show, which we saw last night. Oh. And how, Ooh, and the how, fetish show. The fetish yeah. show and yeah. how that's evolved. But I want to talk a little bit about the guest experience here. And, and you are and your team are part of making the guest experience tremendous. And the resort is getting busier and busier. And we were talking to Kevin the other day. Mm-hmm. And he's saying how in the last year, how many new people have come here, people who have not been. We're here at the Repeat Offenders Week, which is um, people who've been here before. There's people that have been here 40, 50, 60, 100 times. We're going <laughs> to yeah. talk to you about your best stories a little bit later. But those new people who are coming in are hearing about the energy and the experience and the fun that they have over here. What is is really the the keystone to making that happen for them and the entertainment people that you are trained to get that experience to the uh, the guests who are coming well, here? Well, uh, for the new people, the social media crew, they work assiduously and they're doing a wonderful job because as an example for December, it's, uh, it's the busiest ever, 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 ever in history. And so... Uh, they bring in a lot of the virgins, as we mm-hmm. call them. <laughs> and once they come here, they realize that the staff are just like the best in the world. Mm-hmm. They'll sit with you. They'll dine with you. They, they party with you all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, the bartenders are outstanding. They keep you nice and high. If you're a little, you know, mild, they'll get you out of that shell and uh, yeah. take you to a new level. And uh, the guests, you know, or repeat offenders... They are absolutely outstanding, amazing. Just the energy. No, uh, nobody judges you or anything like that. They just welcome. It's like a family. They welcome each and every one. Now, let's, let's bust a myth because mm-hmm. we were talking about it the other day about the fact that Hedo is all about enhancing the pursuit of pleasure for every couple, enhancing a couple's sexual experience. But Hedo is not about playing with other people it's not i mean of course it happens and it's at your option and you don't but you don't have to that's the most important thing to know you don't have to do what you don't want to do and the more we talk to people here there's a large percentage over 50 percent of the people that come to hedonism or any lifestyle event who don't play they come Mm -hmm. here to have that great erotic experience Mm -hmm. and Winston with their own partner and they they can have fun playing in the playroom but they play with their partner and Winston you see these people come in week in and week out and talk a little bit about how there's not a segregation here of people who play and people who don't play everybody socializes together it's not about who you fuck here absolutely Mm -hmm. I mean you can be as mild or as wild but we all come together Uh, we all uh, how do I say (laughs) (laughs) you come with your partner but you you enjoy together it's it's a a special fellowship almost you Mm -hmm. know everyone is welcome into that pool you know yeah, it's it's. I don't I don't know how to explain it. One has to you know experience it for self. And even if it's it, your first time here, you fit right in immediately. Your you don't family, s- yeah, your right. Your family, yeah. You, you know what we love this week? We've been here, and there's a lot of newbies here this yes. week. Even those repeat offenders, mm-hmm. there's still a lot of newbies here. And when we got here Saturday, the prude side which is the part of the resort where you don't have to be naked and you could wear it's clothing optional. It's clothing, clothing optional. Yeah. You yes. can do whatever you want had a whole bunch of people mm-hmm. and now we're here later in the week and there's a lot less people over there and they've made their way over to, to the, the nude, nude side, side of course yeah that's right yeah and what we tell 
everybody is mm-hmm. don't wait to the last day to try out the nude side and say oh my god this is the best ever right. try it on the first day yeah because it really is very freeing and liberating to be naked on the beach in the water well it's a bit timid to first jump on over to the nude side but once you you know you sit around you realize that people welcome you and they're not just welcoming you to have sex with you right it's just for you to have that experience that is next to none so how many times have you seen people on the beach just lying there and then a woman or a man jump on them and start fucking them Oh, I've never seen that. (laughs) That happens here? (laughs) No. It never happens anywhere. People are so respectful. Yes, absolutely. And if you want to have sex with your partner on the beach, you certainly can. You're welcome to. And you will probably draw a crowd if that's what you like. And if not, take it to the room. It's okay. It's all good. I've heard stories. I'm usually in rehearsals when those (laughs) things are happening. But I've heard some juicy stories. We were were here last night. We were sitting in the courtyard and a couple of us playing ping pong. And all of a sudden, they stopped playing ping pong. And we leaned over and he was eating her pussy oh no (laughs) yeah and then she was fucking him and it's like we said to each other oh that's what we do after we finish playing ping pong we have oral sex (laughs) I guess at that time I was in the club doing the um, pole dancing competition which was amazing it was it was absolutely but but the freedom of being able to have sex with your partner Mm -hmm. anywhere on the resort except the dining room is very liberating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And certainly. And of course, making dates with other couples if that's what you're into and then going into the playroom or just in the side of the pool if that's what you're into as mm-hmm. well. And that's all just fun. Yes. So since you've been here and you've been working with the entertainment team, lots of changes have, have ha- happened Loads here. Loads of changes. Yeah. Loads of changes. We know about a whole bunch of them, but I'm sure you can tell us how those things have changed over the years. Well, uh, first of all, when I got here, it was more, you know, for the shows like, one-man cabaret, uh, floor shows, and so on. Now we have uh, professional, like, you know, sexy, erotic musicals, you know, 45 minutes nonstop. And it's performed, these shows are performed by the same people you see on the beach mm-hmm. in the daytime. You see them in the club at the nighttime and so forth. They're absolutely outstanding. They'll you know, do the best pool parties and then they'll go to rehearsals, learn really amazing choreography and get out on stage and perform them as though you're watching a Vegas slash Broadway show. They're outstanding. And these are the people who work 12 hours per day. I've never seen this before, even though I've been in the musical industry for Ever. And how many are part of your team now? We have 16. 16. It's yes. incredible. And is it even boys and girls? Same uh, number? Yes, they're about. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. They're so, about. So I'm going to go sideways here because mm-hmm. I want to talk about the fetish. Sideways. sideways. <laughs> I want to talk about the fetish show last night. Now, we've been coming here for 10 years. We were here, I don't know, four or five times this year. Mm-hmm. And we've noticed that show, along with your grand finale, which is on Friday nights, which mm-hmm. is the... The uh, rock show. The rock star show. But... The fetish show has gotten super, super erotic and sexy. And there's whipped cream. And the girls have pasties on. And there's milk. And there, there's everything that goes on. Mm-hmm. What makes you continuously add the eroticism to the show? Is it the guests who want a little bit more? Or is it the, sh- the performers who are saying, let's push the limits a little bit further? It's a combination. Because we have people who've been coming uh, since... We have guests who've been here over 100 times, 
closer to 200 times wow. and they see these shows all the time so you have to be tweaking and adding new stuff and so forth and the entertainers they're very <clears throat> some of them are very eccentric and you know they just want to step outside the box and do new things and with younger minds too they push you and it, it's 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 wonderful because if you're doing choreography every day you want to do something new so as to keep it you know, really exciting and edgy and, you know, having people yelling, screaming and begging for more. So speaking about edging, <laughs> whose idea was it to do the hot wax dripping down the guy's chest? That was hot. Oh, my God. Oops. Uh, <laughs> well, that was not... Well, the real choreography, it wasn't supposed to be dripping like that, but we went with it after, <laughs> after I saw it the first time. We cut... I kind of suggested it, even though I'm very innocent, but, you know, some people at first, they were a little uh, apprehensive, and then, you know, once they got into it, it was... And they take care of each other, because I saw last night, as someone was pouring the wax, mm -hmm. she had her hand over the guy's face, just in case a splash. Yeah, no, they design. did it very no, carefully. No, that, that was a part of her... Um, Choreography, yeah. I guess. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, no. The girls, they, they don't care. And they don't care. They go with it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? they just have to do it. I, I don't want you to see what I'm doing dirty things to you, you know? Yeah, but, but it was super sensual. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that whole show with the costumes changed. But you've been doing so many nice, beautiful costumes and flashy. and. Well, I, I, I was brought to um, Florida a couple of years ago by our managing director, Kevin Levy. And we went to get costumes. I, I was sent to a store and he said, all right, uh, stay here for like two hours and get what you need. When he got back, I told him I needed everything. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what happened? You bought everything. He bought everything I know, I can us. see it. And we so see it. We have so costumes left, right, center. And we love them uh -huh. because there's no uh -huh. business like show business. Right. Right. But, right. Uh, but that's all part of when Harry took over the resort, Absolutely. the investment he made, not just in the kitchen, which was one of the first things he did, mm -hmm. and the food and the top shelf alcohol, mm -hmm. but he invested in your team. He invested in the guest experience here. Certainly. See, Harry is all about entertainment. He knows the guests because he started as a guest, mm -hmm. and he's working with one of the finest GMs ever, or managing director Kevin Levy. He has been in the business for over 30 years, mm -hmm. so that combination is... I'm parallel. You can't get anything better than that, you know. No, yeah. absolutely. And the thing that I was noticing last night that the girls wearing pasties, which was one of the things. And mm. in the past few years, they weren't. They were keeping no. their tops on, right? Well, time changes yes. everything. And, you yes. know, hedonism spices up all of that and but more. It's nice to see that. And not only that is it, it's not, it's not raunchy. It's super classy, yes, right? Yes. But you also noticed that one of the girls actually got naked. And she used her hand to cover know, her pussy, right? She, ooh, she did. No, she well, did. she was still wearing her pasty. She took mm. her bottoms off, she but took very her carefully. Off. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Very mm -hmm. um, burlesque, right? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. elegantly, I was going to say. But yes, absolutely. Very I think nice. that was uh, Diana, mm -hmm. our entertainment supervisor, yes. Mm -hmm. Now, was that at her request, or is that something you asked her, would she be willing to do? I think she wanted to okay. do that. No, we never force anyone. And this is why you have to find the right people. When they come in for the auditions and the interview, you really have to feel them out. Mm -hmm. And if they're not 
good to do like the hedonism stuff, we say, okay, maybe somewhere else. Right. You have to have that. But when you first came here that many years ago, you knew what was going on and you told us that you were innocent and a little bit afraid. How long did it take for you to get into feeling the vibe here? Well, I've always been feeling the vibe, uh-huh. but I'm still a little... Um, Innocent. I'm I'm the most innocent person ever. <laughs> sure. You yeah. know? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So no yeah. but it no, it's people take care of you, you know, the staff, the guests. So it's you're at home, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. You feel good about you. Mm-hmm. It's that kind of energy. You want to come home, you want to if you were if you were to leave as a guest, you know, when you're leaving it's 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 the toughest thing to do one of the toughest things to do ever so you know? 17 years later mm-hmm. you're still up there performing of course and i love the entertainment mm-hmm. i love the entertainment and i absolutely live for the attention what are you talking love about it. Love it. <laughs> and do you prefer the song the dance the whole show because you, you do a lot of singing when you're up there i have wait, see all the world's a stage so Whatever works for me, I go with it. Mm-hmm. I've seen some crazy things. I've seen where I even did opera. I was singing uh, Nessun Dorma, and after I got through with the song, the entire dining room stood up. Wow. Never seen that. That wow. was crazy. And it's, it was a wonderful feeling. I didn't mm-hmm. want to leave the stage. Right. It was am- I've right. never seen that before. You know, I've heard like roaring chairs and so forth, but I've never seen a full I mean, everyone stood up. That's amazing. Everybody. Now, rumor oh. has it that Diana Ross has performed here, right? Ooh, Diana Ross, uh, Whitney, Whitney Houston, yeah. <coughs> and some other people. <laughs> but the person responsible for those performances, she's very tricky. She mm. She's a tricky one. Mm. And she gets a lot of, <laughs> lot of applause as well. We were here when Diana Ross was here mm. one evening. And the whole dining room got up mm-hmm. and standing ovation. Yeah. And there was a wig here and a dress here. And <laughs> yeah, a shoe. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Quite awesome. recently, a shoe went into, you know, the seal. And it was, <laughs> it was a little weird, but it's on Facebook someplace. <laughs> so there, there's a lot of fun that happens at Hito. What, yeah. what are some of your memorable experiences being here for so many years? Mm. Well, I have, I, I have, I have so many. Is there a it's guest that did something special for you that you never forget? What about the Bliss Cruise? Oh, <sighs> I was about to say the Bliss okay. Cruise. <laughs> you know, we were at capacity that day, and then you know, eleven o'clock came around, and we saw like buses and buses and everybody coming in. The nude side was packed and pumping. The prude side was pulsating. It was there were. People everywhere and entertainment everywhere. So the stages, the sound. Fifteen busloads of oh. people came from the Bliss Cruise. We have cruise. to say we were there with Harry, and we were leading the seven hundred people off the four thousand person Bliss Cruise. Yes. Seven hundred people out of four thousand came to Hito yeah. for for the day. For the day, and the resort was already full. Right, and it was an all time record of how many people were at Hito. Right. And Winston, you choreographed the whole thing. You and Kevin Levy choreographed. No, no, no. no. I was just a piece of it. Okay. It was Kevin Levy, Michelle Facey, you know, the entire team. They, the, the staff here, 
they're amazing. The welcome that you put it. on, that welcome with the stilts well, the and stilt the ice thing, and the dancers, yeah. And, oh, oh my yeah, gosh, that, it, that was spectacular. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. My my most memorable part of that day was not being able to see the water in the new <laughs> pool. <laughs> <laughs> there was no more water left. There was so many people in the pool, right. shoulder to shoulder to shoulder to shoulder, mm-hmm. having fun, drinking, tossing balls. And still talking <laughs> about yeah. Uh, yeah. Still talking about yeah. it. People cried. Mm. Well, when, it, when it was time for them to leave, people were crying. They didn't want to leave. Uh, they no. did not want to yeah. And then, of course, in the middle of the afternoon, what happened, babe? Oh, the pouring rain. <laughs> and do you think anybody cared? Nobody. No, no, we no. had people performing in those. Uh, yeah. It came yeah. down like cats and dogs. Just quick for about 10 minutes. Yeah. Just enough to soak everything. Mm-hmm. But, and change out all the towels. But not one person even mentioned the pouring rain. No, no. The DJs were going. We had the steel drummers. We had the groups. We performed. It was, yeah. It was, spe- you know, alcohol everywhere. People doing <coughs> interesting things. <laughs> You know, so I was told. Not, not when you were looking, though. Do you know why? Because at Hito, you can. Yes. And, you know, you mentioned it early, mm-hmm. earlier. You can go from as mild as you want to be to as wild as you want to be. Absolutely. Anytime, any place mm-hmm. except the dining room. Mm-hmm. And really, you know, the log line for Hito, which is pursue pleasure, mm-hmm. is so accurate for what you get when you come here because everybody has their own definition of sexuality or pleasure. Correct, correct, yes. And I mean, you mentioned the dining room, but the dining, you don't have time. You're talking with people, you know, the food is out of this world. We, I mean, a couple of years ago, we won our best food and, um, you know, the entertainment, we've won that three years in a, in a row. I was going to say, yes. And so you really don't have the time to do anything else because you're with your friends, you're making new friends, you're watching the spectacular entertainment crew on stage, the Roots Explosion band with their singer and so mm-hmm. on. It's, you really mm-hmm. don't have the time to do anything else. And then last night, again, with the fetish show, we mm-hmm. forgot to mention the professionals who came in to do a very Cirque du Soleil type yes. um, intra-fetish acts, right? Yeah, I mean, like, the, it's just one team, really. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's one team that, you know, the aerialist and so on. It's just one team that... I started working with that guy who is really the head of that, um, the aerialist, uh, 17 years ago. Wow. wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He started right here. Oh, it's he was strange here. Definitely Very spectacular. Cool. Yeah, so. cool. Wow. And yeah. then the other night we had the fire eater on the beach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, sh- that show, yeah, that show fire, was amazing. Yeah, the fire eater, the yeah. dancers, the bonfire. Yeah. It's, it's everything happens here that will take you to that, you know, the next level. Of, mm-hmm. You know, euphoria. But it's, it's, re- it's, it's, really, it's really like all day foreplay. We talk about it all the time. Mm-hmm. You come here. Keep the juices going. You keep the juices going. There's sexy volleyball. There's um, the sexy games at the pool. Mm-hmm. Then you have dinner and you have the show and you have stuff that goes on on the beach. And really what it's about is, yes, you have dinner. You're talking to people. You're getting the eroticism going. Mm-hmm. If you want to play with someone, great. If not, you want to go to the playroom. That's fantastic too. But you and your partner are in this world this little mm-hmm. world of eroticism mm-hmm. and, and and yes it's true and remember that little hot spot the piano bar yeah mm-hmm. where people can go and sing you know they can dance on, the piano. on the piano <laughs> yes. yes maybe the ymca <laughs> maybe the Peace you know it's just there's something for everyone yeah. and it's constant you know mm-hmm. it keeps going going it's by the way we just won best in nightlife oh really cool figure that yeah i no mean kidding. so it's 
So if we were to get a little personal with you, how oh. could you uh, tell us about what motivates Winston every day to get up and be creative and, and get your creative juices flowing and make sure everybody's having a wonderful time here today? Well, I, firstly, I love to entertain. I love people and I'm, you know, I go to bed, I think about entertainment, I wake up with a song, you know. Uh, we have tons of repeaters and we're always stalking sometimes on Facebook and so forth and I get out here and I see all the bright faces and people just want to have fun and the staff, it's, it's, it's everybody, you know, and it's a company. It's your yes. family. Yes. There yes, you yes. go. And you know, and we, we, we talk to people all the time and as sexy as Hito is, it's about the people who come yes, here. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's, it's so diverse, really. It is. Ev the world meets at Hito. It does. Everyone they do. comes here. They do. I've seen people <coughs> that really I can't mention <laughs> any you know, names because they, you know, they're elsewhere. Mm -hmm. But everybody comes to Hito. People will even go to other hotels and come on over to Hedo in the daytime sure. just or the nighttime just to kind of check it out and then next week next year you see them for a week here yeah. Yeah. And, but it's crazy and I, I'm going to just elaborate on what Winston just said it's crazy how people who come to Hedo have to hide it so many people come here and they go next door to Sandals and they take pictures with their bathing suits on so they can show people because where they were. Well, they that's go what to the society royal teaches us is right. okay, whereas mm -hmm. this is not so much okay. But we know that it's the healthiest way to live, uh, being uh, so correct. open and honest with your partner, For with your life. Mm -hmm. It's really, really it's a crazy. healthy lifestyle. Being able to do what you like to do, judgment-free, as you're saying. Absolutely. Wear what you'd like to wear or not at all <laughs> and, and and not be judged and just be yourself that's yeah. another beautiful part of it the costume and the, uh you know the, that you see the guests dressed up in the night times if with based the theme on the parties theme, yeah. yeah it's it's just amazing like you have the fetish you have hedonistic school girls and boys you have some Jamaican people night. bring like five suitcases full I of know, costumes because they want to participate it's part of the fantasy world that you create for people Thank you. It's, yeah. it's 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 wild. It's it's wicked. It's fun. Extraordinary. <laughs> you know the globe parties, the foam parties, the rock parties, yeah. everything. You know, and of course the, the 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 reggae parties, outrageously fabulous. So, what can we look forward to in the future? What have you got in your your head that you're going to be bringing to us next year? Something to look forward to. Well, we keep adding new things, and we're looking at new themes, and you know we. They never stop the budget for entertainment, Yay. which is amazing. Mm -hmm. I'm always looking out there. I'm online looking, and we always have to be ahead of the game. You know, that's the reason why I keep, you know, traveling back and forth here, there, and everywhere, and looking online to see what's going on or who is close. Nobody's really close yet because it's just an experience that. And your you DJ can. and your light guy and there are they been around a long time as well? Well, our DJ, we have a DJ that's been here quite some time now, and the lighting guy, lighting and sound started as an EC Kion, mm. and now he's in charge of the entire lighting and we sound, know, and he has a crew and so forth. So yes. How cool is it now? You have LED lights, and you don't have to sweat up on the stage. <laughs> I, I, well, you you sweat because it is so hot, mm, hot. <laughs> yes, but that's, uh, the show. that's the show, not the lights. <laughs> but that's awesome because the shows are all about lighting and sound. You could be the best performer, but if you have if you have you know lighting and sound that's kind of 
crappy or shaky it makes no sense mm. nobody sees you or hear you the way they should really mm. you know so we're very grateful yeah. to the um kevin levy and harry and all that you know for that budget that's what us. makes things happen around Absolutely. here perfect you need that you definitely need that all right last piece of advice okay so listen if someone is thinking about coming to hedonism but they're not sure if they want to go to sandals or couples or hedo what would you say would be probably the top three reasons why they should pick hedonism and book hedonism hedonism the staff i'd say if you're a newbie or a virgin a first-timer the staff will walk you through it. They sit with you breakfast, lunch, dinner time, and they'll tell you definitely, you know, you can go here and you can hang with these people. And once you get in touch with the guests, then you're on a different level. Uh, the, the food is amazing. Beyond. Ama- beyond amazing. We have, you know, we have the Japanese, which is a Japanese chef that heads that department. We have the Italian and we have an Italian chef. We have, you know, you know, the chop house, the regular restaurant. Uh, If we were to talk about the entertainment, best in Jamaica, I'd say best in the world because where else are you going to find people doing reggae moves, doing erotic moves, dancing topless, you know, acrobats, uh, fire dancers, you know, it's, it's, it's over the top it is Mm -hmm. and I want to go back to a key point that Mm -hmm. Winston just made which is if you're thinking about coming to hedonism and worrying about not knowing anybody or not knowing what to do I guarantee you within an hour of being here if you're just wandering around another guest will come up to you and saying is this your first time here and if you say yes they'll say what can we help you with? Mm-hmm. This is true. Absolutely. Very true. And those three rules that prevail in the lifestyle, which is ask first, no means no. Yes. Mm-hmm. And if you don't get an enthusiastic yes, it's a no, mm-hmm. prevails. Respect. Everything is here. And, you know, we travel around the world. And you were saying, you know, we were joking about someone's jumping on a cock on the beach without asking. <laughs> it just doesn't happen. No. People are so respectful for you. And if you want to be private with your partner, you can. If you want to jump into an orgy, you can. It's whatever's good for your yeah. couple. That's true. There's a playroom if you want to do it. You know, all day on the beach, uh, the playroom, or if you want to do just the regular nightly playroom, it's there for you. If you just want to watch the shows, if you just want to hang on the prude side and chill and play volleyball and other beach games and so forth, beach tennis, you know, the land sport and activities are amazing, the water sports and um, activities. And scuba diving and snorkeling. And And you can be come here and be certified yeah yes. exactly you know absolutely the spa if you just want to rejuvenate it's wonderful it's a great place when i think you've convinced me i might be coming here maybe <laughs> you should definitely come <laughs> i think you came already <laughs> today <laughs> thank you honey yeah we come a few times a day oh, wonderful. <laughs> wonderful. winston thank you so much for your time thank you for being here before we sign off you want to shout out to your team? Absolutely. The entire, um, the entire entertainment team, you know, for doing a wonderful job year in, year out. They are spectacular. The and girls and guys, they're just amazing. And as guests who come here, uh, we really appreciate all the hard work that you and your team put into making our experience a sexy, fun one. 
thank you. Our pleasure. We love doing it. And we'll keep on doing it and taking you higher and higher and higher. Yay. All right. Yay. Yes. Thanks, Winston. Thanks, Carol. Thanks, David. All right. This is the Hedo Show. We are Carol and David broadcasting live from Hedonism 2 Resort on the Grill Beach in Jamaica. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. And we want to invite everyone to join us at Hedonism 2 in Jamaica during Goddess Week, May 9 to 16, hosted by Kim and Brad from Tantric Hearts. And we have Kim here with us to tell us all about the highlights of the week and what to expect. Hello, everybody. Thank you, Carol. I am so excited about the Goddess Week. We are going to have so much fun. We're going to be exploring Goddess Spot, feminine empowerment, manifesting your desires. So if you're looking for more passion, more connection, more intimacy in your relationships, and also you want to have more passion in yourself and in your relationships, then we can help you with finding that goddess within. So join us. Um, We're looking forward to it. We're going to be here and having a whole lot of fun. So if you want to find out more about this event, uh, of course, you can go to tantrichearts.com and thesexylifestyle.com. We'll have all the information posted there. All righty. We are back. This is the Hedo Show. We are Carol and David broadcasting live from the Grill Beach in Jamaica. And... Did you forget where you were? I forgot where we were. I <laughs> know. You have to think about okay. it. <laughs> it's a spectacular day here, and we have rounded up one of the really important people who make the Hedo experience what it is. We have Executive Chef Anthony Miller, and I know you've got one of the toughest jobs here to make sure everybody loves the food. Yes. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks Thank for you for me. taking the time out of your busy day. I know in this holiday season, you got lots of stuff going on. Yes, yes. I'm glad we were able to for, tie for you, you down yes. and uh, and think, hear your story. You think he yeah. gets tied down here? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> well, we're going to find <laughs> out. Literally. That's for sure, because we are going to find out all <laughs> about Anthony, you know, exactly, yes. who's uh, in charge of all of the good stuff that's going on in the in the kitchen. So why don't you start by telling us your the beginnings of your journey of becoming a chef? Well, I started, uh, I would say about 16 years old, I started cooking, and I was uh, actually a busboy at a restaurant, and then I became a cook, and um, it was one day, I was about 18, and I was downtown walking, because uh, I'm from Dallas, Texas, okay. born and raised, and I was downtown, and I went into a department store named uh, Neiman Marcus, and I ended up uh, running into a restaurant there, and I was mesmerized by chefs behind the line I'd never seen chefs wearing these tall hats called toques and and these beautiful white chef jackets and so I decided right then hey this is something that I'm a cook already but this is something I want to investigate on so that's really what started and then I I went to culinary school for three years in, ta- in Texas in, in Dallas Texas okay. um, and you learned how to make a steak I learned how to make a steak <laughs> yes, good one. a lot of steaks. darn good one I was actually working in um, you know, steakhouses for about six years before I went to culinary school. So I had a good grasp on, you know, what's it like being a cook cooking steaks. So I needed to learn the rest of it, you know, the European influences and so on. Um, So I enrolled in school and I became an apprentice at the Adolphus Hotel, downtown Dallas. And that's where it all started. And how long is culinary school? Culinary school is usually about three years. It's a three-year course. Uh, some Some of them are four 
Uh, but three years is an intense uh, training from pastry to prep to you name it, whatever it takes. All to the cuts, a chef. All, all the, the fish, cuts, all the vegetables, all the everything. All the terminologies and all of that. Wow, so, it's a lot of learning. Yeah. Maybe uh-huh. I should have my son talk to Chef Anthony. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> he wanted to be a chef too, but he only did three yeah. months and said, yeah, it's not really for him. <laughs> that's yeah. okay. No, that's great. And so you started your career in Dallas. Mm-hmm. And where did it take you from there? And I used to work for Starwood Corporation, mm-hmm. uh, the Western Hotels. And I had an opportunity to go to Charlotte, North Carolina as a restaurant chef. Um, and I was in Charlotte, North Carolina for five years. And then the company had just purchased a hotel. Was that like a fancy hotel, a fancy restaurant where you were? Uh, yes, it was called Sea Bank Nights was the name. It was a bistro restaurant surrounded by, you know, the major banks in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, and so it was very busy every day. And I had a team of chefs that work with me and, you know, we had all kinds of specials going on and there was a lot of publicity going on with the hotel. Um, so it was a very, very successful experience and I was there for five years. And then I get this call that uh, the Western is looking for an executive sous chef in Puerto Rico. Wow. So I'm saying, okay, this is my opportunity. I've been a sous chef for five years now. Let me see if I'm able to be an executive sous, you know, and uh, everything worked out. I went there to Puerto Rico and uh, got the job. And, and it's an American state, so you, um, yeah, you, you were okay? You didn't have to have work visas and no, stuff? No, no work visas. Okay. It's Commonwealth right. there, U.S., uh, U.S. money and so on, a currency. So that was an incredible experience. Uh, I was there for three and a half years. And after September the 11th, a lot of things started to change in the industry. And I got a headhunter. Because mm. uh, I said, well, you know, I've been here three years or so. I'm, I'd like to go to another Caribbean island, you know. And Jamaica came up. Mm. Um, so I came here and I interviewed with a company, Super Clubs. And I started at the Grand Lido in the Grill. Right next door. 2002. Yes, yes. Uh, as the executive suit. Okay. Um, and I worked very hard. And that's when I started to be introduced to Caribbean cuisine. And, you know, what's this food thing all about? You know, you, you're a Texan, you, you know, you know, Southwest, but now... You know, you've taken your knowledge from learning European food. Now you're in Puerto Rico or you were in Puerto Rico. And now you're, 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 you're going to have to use that knowledge to do something, right? And to, to basically fit in. So it was an incredible experience. And, um, and how did you learn? Did you have to take more courses or did you just learn by watching uh, other chefs? Uh, when I, basically the workers, the cooks, okay. the chefs. Um, the executive chef here at the Grand Lido was, was really good, Martin McGinley. And he kind of introduced me to, you know, the styles of cooking, the ingredients and everything. Um, and so I started to pick it up and it, it was a love that just started up again, mm. you know, for a new type of cuisine. Mm-hmm. And so now you're next door at the Grand so Lido, which is next door to Hedo. Well, Super yes. Clubs used to own uh, Hedonism, didn't it, back then? Yes. part yes, of the family, yes, basically. Yes. Yeah, Grand Lido was the five-star, was right. the, the top property, right. and, and Hedo was in a class of itself. Right. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then Harry bought it. <laughs> then, Harry, then Harry bought it. So to make a long story short, yeah. I was actually promoted to executive chef. Right there at the uh, Grand Lido. At the, uh, or well, actually here at Hedo. Oh, at Hedo. Hedo. Okay, gotcha. And I came here at Hito. This was about 10 years ago. Right. I've given you a little bit extra yeah, history Yeah, it's here. all good. And um, I was here for about a year and a half. And then I was promoted to another Grand Lido, which is in Trelawney. Okay. And so I was a the chef there. And, and that's also in Jamaica, that's right? That's also in Jamaica. Gotcha. 
And then um, I started working for couples. Um, you know, super clubs had, had changed management and a lot of things were going on. And I was with Couples Resorts, which is a five-star resort um, for five years. And then I had an opportunity to come to Hito. I got a phone call one day that Hitonism was being purchased by uh, a guest. And, uh, you know, you should check this out because a lot of things were around the corner and big things were about to happen. And money was going to be invested. <laughs> yeah. And major money was going to yeah. be invested. Right. Um, so I started here. So who gave you that tip? Uh, it was actually a board member oh, okay. of the Who company knew I worked for. Okay. Um, gotcha. And he was friends with, with the peop- mm-hmm. so a few pe- persons here. And he told me about what was going on. Nice. And so I so came, you came over. So I came over and um, you know I met Mr. Levy, Kevin Levy, and we sat down and talked. And I saw the potential. You know, hedonism, when I was here before, over 10 years ago, it's, it's an incredible experience. Uh, I've, I've met some, some of the most incredible people here at Hito, down to earth from all different walks of life. So I knew the potential. I knew the potential that if someone was to come in and put a little investment into this place right. and make it better, invest into the operation, invest into the budgets, because I knew the budgets were very low. Right. Right. So I was, very anti- I was anticipating the opportunity of having a higher budget and more things to work and with. And it, it really became your baby, right? Yes, Because it did. we know... Uh, we were here when the buyout happened. We were here. Um, well, when you fir- you probably one of your very first days. Right, right. We were yes, here, and right. we that was the buzz. And, and Chef Anthony the is in the house. Right. And then, 2013. Yeah. And then we kept coming back, and as an outsider, we saw not too much changing. But we have found out that the first thing that they mm-hmm. did was get you new kitchen equipment so you can make new yes. food, right? Yes. Well, the first thing we did, we sat down and we looked at what we needed. Mm-hmm. Budgets was top of the list. We needed to change the beverage budget. We needed to change the food cost budget. And that's basically meaning increase it. Right. <laughs> better quality. So better quality. Yes. So uh, we sat down and I looked at the vendors. And first of all, I rewrote all the menus, uh, the, the breakfast, lunch, and dinner menus all on the main buffet line. Um, we had two restaurants, which was Harrison. Uh, at, the, at that time, it was a different name. And we had Pastafari. Right. And the Harrison was the Japanese teppanyaki. It was a teppanyaki right. restaurant. So we eventually changed the name of that restaurant to Harrison after Harry. Yes, yeah. we got that. All right. <laughs> and then Pastafari, I started slowly but surely changing the menus in there, adding more staff in there. Um, you know, looking at this whole thing is, you know, being a chef, it's a, it's a life. It's not a job. Mm-hmm. You know, if Real one restaurant passion. is not preparing good food or, you know, somebody's not preparing the lamb right or sauteing the fish right, it makes you look bad. Right. You know, and so every step of the way, I had to look at every element and how I was going to create different menus with my team and we heard you became an amazing teacher because you had to teach everybody how to do things to execute what you wanted done exactly right while they were teaching me the fundamentals of caribbean cuisine Mm -hmm. you know working with some of the exotic ingredients spices spices and and the flavor mixes jerk and everything Mm. you know you kind of have to learn the history Mm -hmm. of that and then you have the ability to develop and, and to spread and and create things on your own. Because although there's a lot of international people here at Hito, there's also a lot of Jamaican and Caribbean people who come here. Yes. And they know yes. if it's the real deal or not. Exactly, exactly. So we put together a great team. When I first got here, the average age in the kitchen was about 36 to 40. 
Mm-hmm. Um, we had to let go of a few people that were supervisors, and the average age in the kitchen dropped to about 23. Oh, wow. boy. Right? Okay. So that was a challenge in itself. Right. You know, new generation, you know. Um, you know, trying Were they to good learners? They were keen, right? Um, well, you know, the thing about, you know, you hear a lot about uh, the new generations and so on of, 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 of people coming up. Um, they have the talent. They have the skill. Um, but sometimes the focus and the passion is what they're lacking. Mm-hmm. So this is what I looked at and tried to bring in the best people I possibly can. Mm-hmm. Um, and we started training them, you know, how to make certain dishes that they grew up, you know, seeing their grandmother and grandfather and mother and father making. So it, it, it started to come together, I would say, about eight months in. Right. We started to that. come together. Um, there was a lot of things that we had to purchase in the kitchen, mm-hmm. you know, ovens, stoves, uh, just, just some things that Crazy. just needed to go, equipment. Yeah. So all of that process took about eight months into it, and we started to see you know, the buzz going on, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, people speaking about the food quality, you know, um, that steak in that restaurant that now I can eat. And yes, I, exactly. I don't have to have a special sh- steak knife to cut it. <laughs> Chainsaw. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we knew we were on the right track. Absolutely. Right? And so at the same time, Harry increased the bar budget and yes, top shelf absolutely. booze. And there was no buying premium everything was premium for all the guests and all the guests yes. had access to all the restaurants there's no reservations here yes. there's no but nobody in different mm-hmm. echelons that i paid more therefore i get this everybody has access to everything here which makes you know it's like being naked on the beach everybody's equal. equal exactly exactly makes it a exactly. lot better and a lot, yes. lot of fun now i know everyone has a question when they're coming mm. here and we're having great sex and yes. whether it's with our partner or mm. with other partners or whatever we choose to do and we kind of want to know if the food is giving us that little bump in our libido do you put any aphrodisiac spices <laughs> in the food <laughs> you know what we do we cook naturally we okay. cook with the ingredients here everything that grows hold on, in hold jamaica on. yes the people in the kitchen are naked they're cooking <laughs> naturally no they have clothes on they have clothes on but what i mean is is that that we prepare with local ingredients um jamaica has a spirit anything that grows here is different mm-hmm. whether it's a carrot whether it's onion or whether it's a pepper it tastes different uh the, you know the ginger tastes different here you know the onion tastes different here it's not the ganja that's all around <laughs> it <laughs> might be <laughs> maybe, maybe that's why the ganja is so good because, um, so it's the it, fertile land it's I'm the fertile sure, it's and the soil yeah. yeah it's the soil i mean if you look at Jamaica. Jamaica's the only island that's surrounded by its own body of water in mm. the Caribbean. Mm. So that's special. Mm. And so it has an effect on agriculture here. Um, so it's everything put together. I mean, I'm not going to say that we have the best, um, you know, fruits. There, there are definitely some fruits that could be better. But there are some very exotic fruits that only come in certain time of the year. Mm-hmm. If you're here, you'll see them. Soursop or... Mm-hmm or ganapes or, or uh, June plums mm. and those kind of things, you know, and they're help local. us to create, right. you know, whether we're making relishes for fish or whether we're doing a chutney, all of those things just come together. So I think it's the weather, the water, <laughs> and then of course, <laughs> I guess I could say women, but <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, it's all of those elements that makes Jamaica so special. Um, and of course, the food, and it just makes you feel like that you're free and you're able to be the best that you can be. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's what mm-hmm. it is. And it feels healthy and it feels like yummy and delicious and yes. it's fresh. And yes. that's the kind of thing that we want to eat. Now yes. also there's um, there's a lot of fish. Of course, we're surrounded by water here. Yes. What is your favorite fish to cook? 
My favorite fish to cook. First, uh, first let's let's mm-hmm. preface this with the fact that Anthony is a fishaholic. Okay. His passion is fish and seafood. It's, that's that's so true, David. Um, I started off, as you know, from Texas eating steaks, you right. know, and that's all I knew. Seafood is probably the most complicated protein to master. Not everybody understands the science of preparing seafood. I think that's why Asian chefs and Asian cuisine is being recognized as some of the best cuisine in the world because you're dealing with seafood and you only have one chance to get it right. And temperature, time is, 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 is critical, right? So I had to learn the simple things, how to saute, you know, how to saute a fish properly. Um, you know, what can you do with scallops? What are the options for oysters other than just eating them raw? Is there something else you can make, a mignonette or something special to go with it, to eat with it? Uh, you know, so all of those things I learned over time. I enjoy cooking snapper. I think snapper is a fish that's unlike most white fish. Um, only thing close to it would be halibut. But, I mean, if you get a good, nice, thick snapper steak, there's so many things you can do with it. You can you can curry it. You can saute it. You can grill it. You can broil it. Um, so I, I enjoy cooking snapper. You, and, of you, course, lobster. Lobster is... I'm going to talk about lobster in a second yes. because Friday night's coming up tomorrow. Yeah. But I've, I found... We travel a lot. We go yes. to... On the cruises, we go to different vacation spots. And there's obviously your fish passion mm-hmm. in every meal here because... At breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and at every restaurant, Mm -hmm. there's always a fish choice. Yes. Yes, it is. And it's simply prepared. We prepare everything with olive oil. Mm -hmm. We cook with pomace olive oil. Mm -hmm. Uh, Everything's just sauteed or it's baked. Um, We we have a white fish, uh, Panagasius is the name of it. And we normally bake that because it's very soft. It's kind of like a butter fish. So that's normally baked or, or seasoning. We'll make a seasoning that has all different compilations of spices in it, sprinkle it on it, and just pull olive oil and just bake it in the oven. Nice. Now very, th- very simple cooking goes now, on here. Now, for those guests like myself who are vegetarians, yes. <laughs> what do you suggest we eat? <laughs> I'm pretty sure you figured out where to get your really? sustenance from. <laughs> Well, I, I, I tell you, the seafood will, will, will definitely give you the energy you need. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Usually when yes. I have a choice, I always pick fish. It's yeah. my uh, over meat every, every chance yes. I can. So I have tasted almost every one of your fish dishes that's, uh, that you have. Yes, and yes. David's favorite is tomorrow night, the lobster dinner. The lobster. So I want to yes. know, when mm. the resort is full, 580 people, yes. how many lobsters do you go through? All right. Well, this whole thing, I'm glad you're asking that question. We prepare approximately 600 pounds of lobster. 600? <laughs> on a Friday night. Friday night. Wow. If we have 500 and some guests, we're going to need about 260 kg of lobster. Oh, okay. Now, it's a science to it. Yeah. All right. Uh, we don't have commie ovens in the back of the kitchen. You know, we don't have these computerized things to be able to just steam things. So, basically, the lobster comes in the day we serve it. We don't bring it in any other day. We cut it in half. We allow it to thaw, season it, and it goes into... On the barbecue. On the barbecue. But it's only the tail you put on the barbecue. Yes. Okay, now, what do you do with the rest of the... Well, the spiny lobsters, where it's from, okay. we only buy the tail. We don't buy the uh, whole. Oh, so there's no way. It's, it's more feasible to buy just the tail uh, because there would be, you know, probably a 30% waste. Right, right, right. Uh, right. We can't really do anything with the head. But Korea, I tell people all the time, Caribbean lobster is incredible. I mean, it's a sweet, it, the texture of it, and... 
where you're eating Maine lobster where you have three different flavors. You have the pincher, you have the claw, and then you have the tail. Those are all three different flavors. Right, yeah. All three, but all three the lobster textures. here, I don't even yeah. put the garlic butter on it. No. I just yeah. eat it. it it's yeah. like a dessert almost. Yeah. Yeah. It is wonderful. And what makes the experience is how we cook it. We cook it on the pimento wood, uh, which is our coal that we use here. Wow, very right. cool. So and the barbecue, and really it's the atmosphere as well. One of your favorite nights is because it's outside. Oh, yeah. They put yes. up all the barbecues around the main pool, outside of the dining room where yes. you collect your mm. all your dinner, and the buffet's out there as well with lots of food and seafood. And everybody's and eating together. All the other restaurants sushi, are closed. Yes, yes. exactly. And there's yes. sushi at to choose from and now, um, now in, in the last little while, because we're yes. talking about the changes here, you've gone out and brought on board and chef for the Japanese restaurant yes we have and a chef for the Italian restaurant yes yes in our Japanese restaurant we have a chef by the name of Chef Go he's an incredible chef uh, grew up in New York he's been all over uh, he's been with us for six years now um, he makes the most incredible I, I will tell you and I'm, I'm not exaggerating I, I actually worked in Las Vegas and I was in Vegas for what, four years the best sushi I've ever had is here honestly by Chef Go um He's very consistent. He has his own little style of how he prepares uh, his sushi. So he prepares sushi, sashimi, tempura, all different types of tempura. Um, in, in, incredible chef. Uh, in our Italian restaurant. Wait, hang on, hang on. Okay. I so got, we're I, I got to ask. I got to yeah. ask. Where did the popcorn come from? <laughs> I love the, it. The popcorn was an ideal um, that was discussed, I think, between Chef Go uh, and actually Mr. Levy had come up with some ideas <laughs> on that. And it's the it's best dessert. You have to yeah. describe it. I yeah. mean, describe what you do with the yeah. popcorn what right on the teppanyaki yeah. table. Okay, what we do is, as you know, we cook on these teppanyaki tables, these, these flat iron uh, griddles. And what better way to cook popcorn but a hot surface with a little bit of oil. A lot of oil. You know, you, you, <laughs> you put your corn on there. Some butter. And you put a dome on top of it. And you allow it to pop. So what we do is we create a seasoning that we sprinkle on it. Sugar. And then we do a caramel, a, a reduction of brown sugar and a little tamarind uh, sauce. And we sprinkle that on top of the popcorn with a little cayenne pepper at the end. And there you have it. And Something you know what's so you, simple. You know what's incredible about the popcorn? No matter how much you've eaten, because you can choose fish, beef, shrimp, yes. salmon. You can have one, two, three, four, all of them with the rice, with the, the vegetables, the, 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 yes. the, the sushi that comes, all that stuff. And no matter how much you stuffed your face with all this delicious food, yes. there's always space for popcorn. As soon as the popcorn comes out, you know, you got to do it. And then an hour later, it's like, oh, oh I, need, I need to loosen my belt a little <laughs> bit. Yes. <laughs> So well, it was a great addition to the tepanaki table. It's, it's different. It's special. Yeah. Different. Yes. Now let's talk about mm -hmm. Italian. 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 Recently, we've hired an Italian chef. Uh, his name is Cosmo, and he's from 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 Naples, Italy. Um, and he um, he's been here about three months now. And we've changed the menu. We have octopus on the menu. We have escargot on the menu. Um, and he's come in with all of his uh, styles of cooking, you know, authentic Italian styles of preparation, preparing food, and we make fresh pasta also. So that has been very successful. You know, a lot of the guests appreciate, 
you know, eating in an Italian restaurant. Well, we were here in August when I think he had basically just started, mm-hmm. and uh, we saw him working with the other chefs or the other cooks yes. in the kitchen because yes. we could see uh, we could see from where we were sitting, and yes. he was so patient and good and showing them, and yes. uh, it was great. We were yes. just uh, very, it was fun to watch also, and that's what it's all about. It is, and then one of the other big changes we've noticed, I think, in the last year, yes, is the quality of beef that you're using. Absolutely, the quality of beef, and we invest highly into that beef <laughs> that we all consume here. Uh, it's USDA uh, meat. It comes from the U.S. It's graded. Um, it's, a, it's actually a choice grade and sometimes even higher. Um, and we do what we have to do to get that into the island. And this is what we're serving. We're not, we're not serving any beef that is from down the road there. Uh-huh. That's up. Because the local beef here just doesn't work right now for steaks. Well, you um, taste it because it's so tender. Yeah, and anybody yeah. who's going down to the beach steakhouse, the chop house, and you look on the menu and it says a petit filet for four ounces and yes. a little, Sirloin, shrimp, a little yeah. shrimp skewer. Yes. Uh, order two. Yeah, it's delicious. Because you can. (laughs) And it's absolutely delicious. Skip the dessert. Have two pieces of that pizza filet because it is so tender. Yes, yes. And it's it's very naturally prepared. Uh, Just a little olive oil, a little black pepper and salt. That's it. Oh, yeah. And delicious. And they cook it right to your taste. That's really, really yummy. Mm -hmm. So... We've got the new chef in the Italian restaurant. Yes. And we've got, of course, the Japanese. Is there something new going to happen here coming up? Uh, well, there are some internal um, operations or internal work that's going to be done. Um, you know, as, as you know, the Wi-Fi was redone. Um, there is some maintenance things that are going to be revamped soon. Uh, eventually, um, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that Pasta Far will be remodeled, mm-hmm. uh, renovated completely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe even we add another restaurant. Uh, mm-hmm. We've talked about adding a pizzeria. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do uh, have a pizza uh, woodstone oven, but it's a, a smaller oven. So we're talking about maybe building a, a nice pizzeria that's open 24 hours where people can have fresh pizza. Right now you get fresh pizza only after midnight on the nude pool. Yes. yes, yes. That's so the favorite thing to do after playing in the playroom is head over <laughs> for that pizza. Head over for, for some good pizza. Yeah. That's, that's great. That's so, fantastic. Yeah. So... Anthony, yes. Craziest thing you've seen since you've been here? Craziest thing I've seen. Well, I tell you, uh, without breaking the law, it's not really crazy. Uh, It's just unique. There's a group that comes in, um, and basically, it's a black tape group. They come in, and everybody wears black tape. Mm -hmm. We know them. And it is like the most amazing thing to see. But it's decorating the body with black tape. The body is decorated with black tape from head to toe. Yeah. And the most exotic, different patterns and, and styles you'll ever see. Um, so that's that's kind of one of the most, that's one of the things that just, you know, I, I said, wow, that's incredible. Have you had couples mm-hmm. ask you for different pieces of fruit or vegetables for sexual purposes? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> that, that does happen often. That does happen often. So Shh, don't no, tell her. <laughs> no to everybody out there. Yeah. Fruits and vegetables should not be put into your body. <laughs> not inside, period. that's for sure. Listen to our shows. <laughs> yeah. Listen to the doctors. Yes. You can eat them. You can use bananas yeah. to give blowjobs. You can use mango. But don't put them inside your well, body. Well, well, use the ingredients to give you energy right. to yes. do what you like to yes. do. Right. That, yeah, that's right. the way you have to look at it. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yes. Now, yeah. I know your life has changed since you left the United States. Yes. You moved to the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Um, wh- what can you tell us is different in your world, in, in Anthony's world, not necessarily at work, but what makes your life happy here on the island? Ah, what makes my life happy is, um, well, first of all, working with um, Jamaican people and, and making guests happy that come to Hito. There's only one Hito in the world. 
uh, and being a chef that oversees all of this, working with a team, that makes me happy. Um, you know, the lifestyle is simple but elegant. You know, um, you know, most everything here in Jamaica is pretty simple. It's actually made me a better chef because I realized that in the States there are probably more resources, um, you know, things to work with and things of that sort. Um, and so it actually makes you a better chef to create and be able to think outside the box better, you know, how you're going to solve this problem, you know. If you can teach somebody how to do something that you do well, you know, you can go anywhere and work with just about anybody. So I think it's helped me as a professional being here in Jamaica. I think it's 15 years now. Cool. Uh, as a chef, yes. So and what? Sorry. Speaking about thinking outside the box. Yes. Rumor has it you've uh, written a book. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I've written a book. It's called Beneath the Toque. The toque is the tall white hat that you see chefs in. Uh, and it's basically the life of a chef under the hat. Uh, it's something that um, I actually thought about 10 years ago. Um, you know, I've, I've been so many places in my life just because of being a chef. Um, you know, I've been to Africa, I've been to Austria, I've been to Norway, uh, invited as a chef, you know, in different types of you know, cooking shows and things like that. So I, I thought it would be interesting to tell a story of a chef's life. You know, this kid coming from uh, Dallas, Texas, and and ends up in Jamaica. You know, how did that happen? So it is, but right now it's a manuscript, and I'm searching for agents right now. Um, Does it include food recipes as well it, as your story? Okay, well, there's actually faith there's two different folds to the proposal actually i have uh, i want to create a cookbook mm-hmm. uh mastering the seafood mm. of caribbean uh it's going to be the name of it so i'm working on that and then the actual book is the is, is the story of my life um you know starting from 18 years old um to where i am today and so very it's something cool. I'm, I'm very passionate about yeah. Cool. I look forward to releasing it to the world. Well, yeah. when it's released, we will tell everyone. We'll have it up on our website, and we'll definitely be your big cheerleaders and help you oh. get that out there. All right. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And so yes. besides your new cookbook yes. about mastering the fish, what's happening in your life, your personal life going forward? Wow, my personal life. Well, I tell you, I couldn't be happier right now. Um, my life has changed, and you know, there's a lot of things in the book that reveals the lifestyle of a chef you mm-hmm. know it's kind of similar to a doctor you know uh-huh. you're always on the go um, people in your life have to understand that you know you work because you're doing something that you love to do it's a passion right um, so recently you know I've, my relationships have changed um, and I have met someone new nice and uh, so it's kind of it's a new world because I was married at one time yeah cool um, so I'm I'm in that stage of my life uh, experimenting here and there with, with lifestyle you know and nice. uh, it's, it's incredible you know nice. I, I, I enjoy I have no regrets Beautiful. you know and I look forward to just developing as a person as a professional so yes. we're, we're sitting here talking to Hedonism's executive chef, Anthony Miller. Anthony, before we sign off, how about a shout out to your team? Absolutely. Um, well, I want to thank all of my, my team members that have helped us to this point at Hedo, uh, even the ones that are not with us. We have lost quite a few people um, that have gone overseas and mm-hmm. they are working right now overseas. Um, and it always makes me proud to see somebody that, who used to work with us years later come back and thank us for you know 
us putting up with with their behavior or whatnot, uh, but teaching them how to become a successful chef. And so, yeah, I want to definitely thank my team for all of that. And I also want to thank Harry. Uh, Harry Lang has made this possible. You know, Hito is still alive because of Harry Lang. So we appreciate him. Absolutely. That's Fantastic. really good. Thank yes. you so much for being on our show well, thank today. Thank you for having me. We wish you well and happy holidays. Yes. All yes. the best to happy you and Happy holidays family. to you and all your viewers. All right. This is The Hito Show. You know we are Carol and David, and we are broadcasting live from the Grove Beach from Hedonism Resort here in Jamaica. I think it is time for us to go get naked and get onto the beach. And we are learning more and more every week with all our fantastic guests. We hope you do too. Visit our website, thesexylifestyle.com, to find out more about all our expert guests. You can even contact them if you have any questions about sex, sexuality, relationships. And remember to sign up on sdc.com if you're looking for an open-minded online community to meet other sexy people and find out where the events are happening near you. Use promo code 30314 for the first month free. Check it out. Yes, go check it out and meet some other sexy people like we do all the time. And remember to join us here at Hero 2 on in Jamaica on the Grill Beach, May 9th to 16, 2020, as we broadcast live from the world's most iconic adult playground during Goddess Week. Featuring Kim and Brad from Tantric Hearts. For more information about this or anything else, you can visit our website, thesexylifestyle.com, or simply send us an email at ask at carolandavid.com. Well, that's it for our show today. Join us again next time for another hour of The Sexy Lifestyle, talking about sex, sexuality, and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. Stay sexy, everyone. Until next time. Thank you for joining Carol and David for this week's edition of The Hedonism Show. We've got another one lined up next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The weekend is just around the corner, so try something new, spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever. 